Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina. The Power of Water and Water Life Science. Health education worldwide and your lifestyle. And teaching during the show autoimmune protection, immunity protection. Earth began at the beginning with water. The water came down from that blue ribbon around all of Earth that was there for millions of years before it had a drop. And when it came down, everything must have been just right. It began to dribble down to the Earth. And it took millions of years for it to be able to absorb down into the Earth develop a life. And as it developed underneath that earth, aquifers, that those aquifers would fill up in time at different places around the world and water would come to the top and then develop a life to begin. By a mystery they've never really totally, totally understood the perfection of that mystery. But it did something that they have been able to determine as a living life of the planet, that water did create all life. Everything that is seen and unseen in life. Everything. Seen and unseen. And then it developed with time and eternity as long as there's water. Now, you're learning more about your health education. And you've been hearing me talk on this show for a few years that health education isn't too good throughout the country. I started this show 13 years ago to educate a focus for health education. Bring in scientists, scholars, uh, different individuals in research and discovery of what we're doing with our lifestyle and health education that we need to learn, that they're dedicated to that like I am. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, Water Life Science. I've been in research for over 40 years in studying the behavior of our health, life on earth. How do you live with it scientifically, with the technology and health education? I took that very serious. I do. Very serious. Now that you're learning about immunity protection, You need that immunity freedom of education so you know and you can teach others and share with that, with your babies, your family, your friends, 
and then you practice it with good health education. I've been calling this the health, the global health Olympics. The global health Olympics is worldwide with 181 countries that have been impacted by the COVID-19 strain of virus. And I'll call it a strain because it changes per continent. You're learning. We're all being very much educated along the way about what this is all about. That I so respect what is, what is happening global. We're being educated about this so that we can learn on this planet Earth to live and hopefully always be aware of taking better care of our health with a global health education together, sharing those habits of washing your hands, keeping the toxin out of your hands, keep the toxin out of the complexion. And I've been teaching something that I've been teaching for years with the product Nature's Mist Face of the Water over 20 years ago. We had it out there teaching the behavior of your skin, 70 to 80% water, and that your health is a percentage of water per organ. And when you're born and you leave the water of your mother's tummy and you enter into the water vapor of the atmosphere to live, that becomes a battery to you and a battery with the vapor of the water and the atmosphere. That's the way Earth began. What was the challenge from the beginning of a new baby's birth? Immunity protection from viruses and diseases and all. That education is vital to your future and everyone around you. The complexion feels full of toxin. The complexion from birth begins to face the world you're living with. The organ of the skin, between 70 and 80 percent, the complexion is full of toxin every day unless you wash it to remove it morning and night. Now in high-end cosmetics, we used to teach how to go about that routine along with nature's mist, the face of the water, to be able to detoxify with the mist. Mist. The mist of your atmosphere is healthy. You go over to a forest where the moss and the ferns and all the soil is healthy. And you stand in that forest, you don't realize it, but there's a humidity mist in the air that is so healthy. You can smell a fragrance there. It's the mist that pulls that out, that toxin. You need 
to use a wash rag again to wash the skin, to detoxify with a compress, washing and rinsing, going back and forth and making sure that your wash rag is removing three or four times of rinsing to wash the skin clean. You must do that. The shower rinses you. Showers don't really detoxify. Your organ of your eye is a carrier. We invented for their request nature's tears eye mist, which is a tissue culture grade water like nature's mist base of the water. Why is it pH balanced? It has to be. The acid mantle protection of the skin and the eyes has to have immunity protection. It's a must. It's critical. It's very important. So that when you're misting your organ of the eye to supplement the surface of the eye, that is 99% water, the carrier of your contamination around your face and the problems of the air, you can protect it, hopefully, with the supplement of that mist and tissue culture graded water that is naturally not compounded to be all natural immunity protection with the acid mantle protection is called the right pH balance. It is so important, all these things, for your protection every day. And I'm recommending to everybody, if you go back into your workforce and your daily getting around, to wear a mask. Let's be courteous to other people because we learned something in research about the oral cavity of the mouth. Saliva does come out of your mouth when you're talking. Not a lot, but just a tiny bit. You don't see it unless you're standing in the sun just right. at saliva. And as it touches hard surfaces as you're learning, it doesn't just fade away right away. And when somebody else touches it, And let's say you happen to have be a carrier, but you're not sick. And you might never be sick, but you're a carrier. Because you've touched something that might carry it, even though you're never sick. Have you ever noticed in your family how one person can have allergies and the others don't? Have you ever noticed one person gets a common cold, maybe, or a flu, regular The others haven't. Cancer diseases and ulcers and fungus on the toe and others don't. It's we're all individuals from born. From the beginning you're born. No two eyes alike. No two fingerprints are alike. We're all unique, different. How exciting. Learn to be vain. 
learn to be vain. Care about yourself. And then when you take care of yourself and the priority of drinking a lot of water, eight to ten glasses a day, will flush the body and keep it detoxified. Keep it flushing. It's like injecting something into the body that was nature to the planet, the way the planet is living. It's nature to with the water. And as you inject that water into the body with that eight, always drink your water by the glass. Don't think you're sipping it out of a bottle. Will work. It's got to absorb. Your chances with all that I'm teaching you just now is why I decided to have this radio show years ago. Health education, discoveries with our scientists that have come in worldwide to help participate with what we do in here for 13 years. Scholars, individuals in discovery of what we've been learning. Enjoy that knowledge. You can never learn enough. If you think you know enough, you're going to have us all in trouble at that moment because your brain stopped. You never can learn enough. And what others can teach us is very exciting. Today we're going to have a special guest from Southern Oregon. I live in Grants Pass, Oregon, and in Oregon all my life. We're going to have Catherine Ingram who is a writer, and she has a master's in uh, writing, and um, she has specialized in focusing in soul coaching. She lives in Jacksonville, Oregon, only about 35 minutes from where I'm at today. And she's going to be teaching us what she's been learning, and her focus has been on health issues, mental and your, your mind, your thinking. Um, Catherine's background is really fascinating to me. She loves nonfiction. She said she loves to live in jeans, which is Southern Oregon, I think, on uh, T-shirts at Southern Oregon. She has many things about living in Southern Oregon that she has adopted since she moved there that are very down-to-earth, people that like to live a little casual. But I have a very strong feeling she's living it in a glamorous way, too. We will listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist to supplement the organ of the eye's immunity protection with tissue culture-grade water. And we'll be back with Katherine Ingram. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of Pure All Natural Water. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Catherine, are you with us? Yes, good morning. I'm here. Well, you're so close. <laughs> I am. I'm very close to you. We live in the you're same beautiful voice. valley. Yeah. <laughs> we are in the most beautiful Heaven's Earth on Earth here in Southern Oregon. <laughs> it's pretty special. I agree. Uh, oh, it is. I've been all over the world, like I'm sure you have. Yeah. One of my favorite cities, I was reading what you had on here uh, mm-hmm. about certain things you like, and I noticed you love mm-hmm. a Manhattan. And then I thought you would were talking about Manhattan, New York. And then it dawned <laughs> on me. <laughs> Well, I love a good alcoholic Manhattan from time to time, but Manhattan okay, is also a very wonderful place. <laughs> okay. But I do drink but, water. Uh, so. Oh, you do? <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, I always ask our guests, come on, and I want to thank you for being here today. And uh, audience, I want to introduce Catherine Ingram, who's a writer, and she has a dedication with passion and what she's committing herself to here. I want, would you tell us a little bit about your life? And it's, it's, I always like to hear about all of our guests from all over the world that come in. Where did you grow up? How did you get where you're at today? What, what, mm. what was the compulsion for you to have that passion to mm-hmm. give your life to what you're doing? You want well, to tell us about all... yourself? <laughs> yeah. And be thinking yes. about it. I always tell everybody, enjoy that, because our audience really likes to hear it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on your show, Sharon. I'm, I'm so appreciative of it. And, um, yeah, I actually, I was um, born down in beautiful Santa Barbara, and then my family retired. Uh, my father retired early up to Southern Oregon when I was just a little girl, six years old. And right after we moved here, my father died very suddenly and unexpectedly on Christmas Eve. And that was, I was eight years old, and um, that was the seed, as I look back now, that was the seed event that really began my journey, uh, which has had a long and winding route up until this day. Um, my journey into uh, working and focusing um, a lot on working with trauma and grief and healing. 
and being able mm-hmm. to transform through trauma and grief and loss. Mm-hmm. So that's really my passion, helping people to uh, work with those emotions and to their, their well-being, their health, and, and to live really vibrant, full life. So oh, wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the beginning, the seed piece. I might, then I, I had tears over it all. I lost my father when I was 15, and uh-huh. he had a heart attack water skiing, and we lived in Portland. He had a huge winter company. He's very successful. And just had a heart attack, died right then and there. Um, yeah. Beautiful human being and madly in love with my mother, madly in love with my father. And here mm-hmm. he's gone. Yeah. Yes. It, um, but again, um, I share that with you. Um, so then you led to, as a young girl, to uh, now where did you grow up? Oh, mostly Santa Barbara so, or Southern Oregon? So no, no, I, I was born in Santa Barbara, but I really can't claim it as oh. a home, oh, as beautiful as oh, it okay. is. Um, no, I, I grew up here in Southern Oregon from the time I was six years old, did all my oh. lower schooling here, and then I um, went to college to Northwestern University just outside Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My uh, degree, my bachelor's degree there in history, actually. And mm-hmm. um, after college, I moved to San Francisco and I lived there for about 12 years. And I did mm-hmm. various interesting kind of odd jobs, you know, in my 20s and mm-hmm. uh, wound my way into um, uh, volunteering at a uh, children's psychiatric unit in a hospital in San Francisco. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I became very interested in in that and decided I would pursue a master's degree in counseling psychology, which I did. And Mm -hmm. I got my master's Mm -hmm. um, in 1993 from the University of San Francisco Mm -hmm. and um, did all my, my training and whatnot down in California. And mm-hmm. then in um, 1996, I married and left my, uh, my work and my San Francisco, my beautiful San Francisco, and moved back up here to Southern Oregon because my stepfather had died um, just right mm-hmm. before my wedding. My very beloved mm-hmm. stepfather is a beautiful, wonderful man. And I wanted mm-hmm. to be closer to my mother, just to be available mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. And my husband was a pilot, an aerobatic instructor, as a matter of fact, and uh, he wanted to open a flight school, and this was a wonderful place to do it. So everything was really mm-hmm. perfect for coming back here, which we did mm-hmm. And uh, in the summer after our wedding. And then just eight months after we were married, my husband was killed while giving a lesson uh, flight lesson in the hills oh nearby here. And oh you know, my, my father died right at Christmas, and my husband also was killed right at Christmas. Oh and my. So those, those two events oh. uh, were really powerful bookends to my personal right. journey and, and then my professional right. journey as well. And, you know, Sharon, in between, you know, I'm giving a very brief history of a whole lot of time, but in between those two events that were 24 years apart, I went through a lot of other really powerful experiences. I, mm-hmm. I had a chronic illness when I was in high school. I developed an eating, very severe eating disorder. 
Uh, I lost a brother. I lost my stepfather, as I mentioned. Oh, my. I went, I uh, had um, a first marriage that was very abusive and violent and a very Mm -hmm. difficult divorce before I met Mm -hmm. my pilot husband. So I had a lot of Mm -hmm. um, traumatic, um, Mm -hmm. difficult losses in between. Challenges mentally. Challenges yeah. mentally for from for you oh, from mentally, eight years old emotionally yes on every yeah. level absolutely but you right. know that the seed that seed of losing my father and the difficulty of it I see now as leading to where I am and my work and my with clients my interest in loss mm-hmm. and trauma and transformation and grief because mm-hmm. when I was eight and my father died. So suddenly, I didn't really grieve. I was sad. I was scared, of course, and I and I remember I cried, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. didn't grieve as I understand grief now. There wasn't a process. Um, mm-hmm. No one talked to me about the loss. We didn't have counseling. Well, everybody back wanted in the to day. be strong. You may have wanted no, to be yeah. strong for your mother. I wanted to be. I know when my, my father died my, that day. Mm-hmm. My father mm-hmm. died. Right at my feet, he came in from water skiing. Oh, and got my. off an ankle deep. I was fifteen. My brother was fourteen. My sister was three. Mm-hmm. And mother, we were all there, but I was standing there teasing because we always had a great relationship without teasing. And I thought it was kind of strange. He fell, and I was teasing. All of a sudden, he didn't come up. He didn't stand up. After mm-hmm. that day, I needed. I never cried for about three years or longer. Mm-hmm. Because I knew my mother, my brother, and my sister needed my strength. And I could show them the strength of our love for dad, but string out strong that he was in a powerful place from there on. And um, his life would move on. And But what you were going through from eight years old... Um, is a challenge for a child, a eight-year-old, and then you've had it more challenges to to uh, test you. Let's just say, mm-hmm. yes, what you had learned how to deal with grief and disappointment and the unknown of discouragement. You might have looked up at the sky and said, "God, where are you?" Oh, I absolutely uh, did that. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I I hear what you're saying about being strong, and you know what I've come to understand, Sharon, in my work and my on my studies in psychology is there are various kinds of strength, and you know, unfortunately, I think in our culture, that ability to to grieve openly, to be you might say vulnerable and expressing feeling. To, to cry, to even break down, is extremely important and for, for well-being and health and for your future going forward because psychologically what happens when we don't grieve or we feel, you know, we have to, to kind of um, pull it all down, pull it inside, pull up our boots, you know, and keep going is that we cut ourselves off from a great deal of our own vitality and from our own souls because our souls are in grief. And 
Yes, I as a little girl, I just I was scared and I was worried about my mother. Then at that point, was she going to die too? You know, and I was just very worried and trying to be very good girl, very helpful girl. Um, and you know, while that's nice on the one hand, what what wasn't happening is that no one, including my mother, bless her heart, um, because she was in her own grief. Um, wasn't able to tend to me or talk to me. And so that grief really went underground and it stayed underground for, I will say honestly, for decades. And it was now, there even though I was Can afraid, I ask a question? Uh, we, wait, we radio show talk shows interrupt, but um, when your father passed away and you said it was sudden, yes. what took his life? That'll help us. Yes. Yes, he had a massive cerebral hemorrhage at 52. So he woke up at Mm -hmm. 4 a.m. He'd had this event, Mm -hmm. you know, he'd had this same rupture. And, um, you know, my mother, Mm -hmm. he awakened my mother, and then my mother awakened my older siblings. And and I heard all the commotion and and just calling the ambulance and getting the ambulance there and all this. And... uh, then he, you know, which was extremely traumatic for me. I went in and sat with him and held his hand while he was still conscious. Oh, okay. So you were there and, with all that too. Now let's go yes. forward to where you're at today. You mm-hmm. dedicated your life and you're a writer. Um, your a, book. I am a writer what and is, I'm a counselor also. Yes. And uh, the books you've written. What is, tell us about your books. Yes, uh, happy to. I wrote uh, um, and published a memoir called Washing the Bones, um, which uh, was about love, loss, and transformation. And that was a book I published in uh, 2014. And mm-hmm. it was, the book is a memoir about what I'm sharing with you today, about losing my uh, father and my husband mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the journey of discovery that that set me on for healing and understanding mm-hmm. loss and grief in a new way. So what's mm-hmm. interesting about that book, Sharon, is I, I published it um, just about 10 days before my mother died. Oh, my. So, my, so I okay. lost my, my mother um, also in December. Uh, December is mm-hmm. quite a month in, in my world. Um, and yeah. I, was, I was with her. She had a congestive heart failure, and I took care mm-hmm. of her in the last six months of her life, and I was whole where she died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you have another book come out, or did that was? Uh, yes, this um, just this January of this year, I published a little workbook that I call the Grab and Go Grief Kit, a practical workbook to help you understand, navigate, and heal your grief. And that mm-hmm. is a workbook that I decided to put together um, because I had so many of my clients having although they all have unique stories, of course, and unique events in their lives, there are realities to grief and loss. And I would have so many of the same kind of questions come up, you know, and and, Mm -hmm. um, discussions with clients that I thought I'd put together something that addressed those, but that was also very easy, very practical, that had practical uh, exercises and practices that you can use when, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, you wake up at 2 a.m. after you've lost someone or some major event and you can't sleep and you're just sick to your stomach and you just need something, 
something you can do to help yourself get through the night kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something that I published, and it's on Amazon and on my... So you found yourself uh, with the second book and um, helping individuals with, because of all the experience you'd had, not just yes. yourself, but beginning to yes. have experience with others as you were coaching mm-hmm. them yes. and what you do. Yes. Um, yes, I've been counseling since 1993, Sharon. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and that has been here in Southern Oregon? Um, San Francisco initially, and then in Southern Oregon. Mm-hmm. I took a little break. I have two beautiful children now. Um, oh. I did re- remarry, uh, and I'm very blessed that I had two children later in life, and they're my uh-huh. great joy. Um, So after I was at a point where I could work a little bit more, I did come back, and that's when I also published my first book. But I really Mm -hmm. wanted something practical for people um, that would be useful, very directly Mm -hmm. useful. And I'm about Mm -hmm. to publish the book I've kind of been waiting to write. Is it going to be coming out this month? And it is called Grief Girl's Guide. And it is about mm-hmm. how to grieve and why you should and mm-hmm. what blessings are in it. Because grief is mm-hmm. not just an ordeal. It also is a healing force that opens Well, what we can go up. through, I, I look at all of that, all that you're doing, mm-hmm. is uh, more than just a person passing away. We have come mm-hmm. through in the United States of America a very serious drug addiction problem. Now, when that happens to individuals, I study science. I study technology to the science and behavior, Mm -hmm. living with the way we live with Earth. And what goes on with individuality, behaviors, the species of our human life. And as I study that, I can see the trauma that led Mm -hmm. the person's life to having a difficult time Dealing with the compulsion of our body, the the Mm -hmm. compulsiveness of the body's brain and life and the body. The body has a mind of its own. We always think Mm -hmm. we're in in charge. Opposite. It lives with us with the atmosphere and how we deal with that from birth with an evaporation. So as we learn as an individual, and you look at an individual, and you look at every single thing, even a blade of grass, the trunk of the tree, the flower, all life and human life, so precious that Earth has here to live with our planet that is so special, so unique, and so powerful. But that trauma Mm -hmm. is individual mm-hmm. and it has to be respected mm-hmm. to lead to having a medication for pain right. whether it be from the dentist's office or a fall or an athletic bruise whatever or to a mental having a challenge to mentally deal with a trauma Mm-hmm. We're uh, uh, now we're get, we have we only take one break in the whole show. Don't go anywhere, Catherine, and we'll okay. be right I'll back. Be here. And you'll teach no, us about that. You'll teach us about that, where we can um, get some common sense 
for people to think about how that the power of ourselves living with the power of what's going on out there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. The surface of your eye is 99% water. What is immunity protection? Your natural pH balance of the organ of the eye. You must supplement that with your lifestyle and living with the water and the atmosphere. It causes a dry eye. Some people complain about it. Some people don't. But it's there. It starts at birth. You need that immunity protection because you're learning with your education that the eye is a carrier. You've got to watch your hands around the eyes. It's a carrier. Immunity protection is vital to the surface of that eye to supplement it for dry eye. And what is dry eye? Vision impairment, over-evaporation of the tear film of the organ of the eye to where many people go blind. But you're learning about right now autoimmunity protection. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Katherine Ingram. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Catherine, I want to thank you for being on here with us today. And your timing is perfect for all of us today, worldwide, uh, listening mm-hmm. to uh, with Voice America and our syndication. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bring in scientists and scholars from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And we've been studying for years about uh, new discovery, new thinking, new... Con- con- I like the common sense stuff. All my research is diving into common sense. 
Mm-hmm. Health education mm-hmm. to me is vital. I think I've said it for years and all. I'm 78. I've said it for years. I was elected to the State Board of Health representing several counties in Oregon when I was in my 20s at Oregon Health Sciences in Portland with doctors and all. And I could see when I was sitting there. The reason I was there was for my concerns about health education in the schools and what was happening out there and the families and our lifestyles. Mm -hmm. We're changing that far back. So I found myself, people were not thinking about health issues mm-hmm. with common sense. Mm-hmm. And the doctors weren't coming in and taking the time. And I've been involved with doctors all over the world and scientists. They admit it. They always say we're in a hurry and we got patients mm-hmm. waiting they discuss with the patient what the symptom was or whatever they were there for, but they forget the common sense about, are you drinking enough water? Because this opioid may not work. These different things, your lifestyle, when may not be in sync. If you're not drinking enough water, how, tell me the water you're drinking. And then getting into some common sense thinking to get them thinking about their health education to go home. Mm-hmm. And now I'm calling it the Global Health Olympics, but I'm serious. I started this way back. This is not new. And then when I started this radio show, I started for that purpose. And I found myself with the Uh, focus of how do I do this to get the education and the doctors and and even the insurance companies on the bandwagon where it's being educated every day out there, everybody's in doing it, to where it's a health education with common sense and everybody practices it. Well, we found out with this, what's going on in our lives and during this radio show, what's going on out there. We had a worldwide pandemic of nobody's fault out there being subjected to fear, Mm -hmm. uh, um, death. Every day the word dying on TV now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've, We've exercised through the years of our warriors, our soldiers going through boot camp, our first responders, our caregivers. We've always, we've experienced it, but we, we took a lot for granted and what they did for all of us for our freedom and democracy and how to live within the freedom of our planet Earth and choices per country with what you want to live, how you want to go about it. And here we are today, all, what is it, 181 countries? And there's so many strains of it. I said when this started, Catherine, I hope they don't make the mistake that the other viruses have done prior, rush in, rush out. I hope they take this so serious 
that mm-hmm. they learn to take the time and do this correctly so that then they can begin a good health education while they're discovering how to protect people's immunity living on this planet for the future that's long-term. Water created all that is seen and unseen and time to be for eternity, for the person's health to be hopefully in tune like you teach, getting yourself in tune. Now, in our tune brain is really important, yes. Rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. The earth lives in rhythm with the planet. Everything has to stay, hopefully, in rhythm. What's the common sense to that? Individuality, respecting each human being as the person they are. People have always been surprised with me, with my lifestyle throughout everything I've ever done. I can go underneath the bridge and sit there with the homeless and be comfortable. And they all of a sudden become comfortable too. Why? Because I'm respecting the unknown that they have come through, not judgment. Mm -hmm. For another human being to raise their tone of voice and tell another human being to bully them also became on top of these other problems of drug addiction, bullies that are constantly mentally having to bully themselves with no manners. So then I got to thinking along the way with this pandemic, where are the good old-fashioned manners of the hygiene? We used to learn, Catherine, way back in time. Yeah. It was very important that we, we did these things. And if somebody wasn't being concerned about, you probably are pretty young, but... We used to have in school a grade that you were judged on your citizenship. If I came, didn't come home with the best grade in your citizenship, my parents were furious because I wasn't being well-mannered. Mm-hmm. What do good manners teach us? To be respectful of the other human being. Be aware. May not agree with you. You don't agree with it, but stop and evaluate where people come from. So when when you are polite, you're being courteous to another human being. Doesn't mean you agree with them, but you're being courteous to where they come from. And we get these people out there that are subjected to sadness that you run into of having to learn how to deal mentally Mm -hmm. with trauma, drug Uh addiction, that they didn't know they were going to be addicted. That that is not an intentional addiction. And we've learned that mental thinking, the way you want to live with your mental outlook, is so important Mm -hmm. to yourself. 
And Absolutely. So teach us now. Teach us what you teach them. When they come to you and they've had a trauma, mm-hmm. like rape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, trauma is like a bullying. Somebody right. didn't quit. Trauma is like um, a drug addiction that they didn't know they were going to be addicted to that mm. drug. They didn't know they were going to be addicted to that chocolate. The body does that. You don't. And the thing about it is, then we have all these human traffickers out there taking advantage of all those weaknesses that bothered me. So tell us how you teach it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Sharon, when we're talking about the kinds of traumas and you're listing some, like a trauma can be the loss of a person, it can be a severe illness or um, a lost limb or capacity, it can be a rape, yes, it can be many, many things can be traumatic and it doesn't always have to be something that we consider really large, it can be something more subtle like you mentioned, bullying. This can be very traumatic for a person and a large part of my work is helping people to uncover because they've usually come in with something that's been buried for some time. Sometimes it's immediate. You know, if someone's just had a recent death and the trauma's right on top. But, you know, a great deal of the time people are having symptoms that are disturbing them. They're depressed, perhaps, or maybe they have anxiety, or they're having trouble in their relationship, or they're having illness. And that's to me, is the presenting symptom But the symptom is not the problem. The problem is inside. And so my work is helping uh, through having a a really meaningful, um, caring connection is to be able to begin to unearth and talk about what it is that's inside that was never perhaps dealt with or they didn't feel able or permitted to express their emotion, their feeling, their thoughts at the time that it happened. They just had to push it down for some reason. So my counseling practice and my writing, too, is a way to help people to understand that there's something inside, that there's meaning in this, that it's created this difficulty this that's bothering them, this symptom, which might be drug use, it might be Uh, marital problem might be illness, and that they have the power through reconnecting with that lost part of themselves to become whole again. And when you're whole, then you don't have need for that symptom. When you've healed, when you become whole, then you can, you know, move on in a more healthful direction. What I like to say is... how are you handling, excuse me for interrupting real quickly, but how do you handle somebody who's worried, sick, fearful of the pandemic. They're staying at home. They're afraid. Mm -hmm. They've been told Mm -hmm. to be afraid. They've been told Mm -hmm. mandatory. Our country isn't used to being told to stay home like that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's going through a depression too. But how do you tell a person? It's a very frightening time. And there's a lot of grief that's attached to this pandemic. There's a lot of loss, obviously. People are losing uh, loved ones. You know, we've had tens of thousands mm-hmm. of deaths. People are losing their mm-hmm. jobs. They're losing their businesses. 
Um, right. And they, there's, you know, there's they the have, other one here. You're mm-hmm. even seeing it around Southern Oregon. Our doctor's oh, offices are closed. They're losing a, They're losing the how to pay the rent. You have yes. uh, all these different businesses. Everyone's affected. Closing. That's right. Everyone's How affected. do they do this? And that has got to be. Now, tell us about uh, the books again. So maybe people listening can go to those. Where could they find your books? Yes, they can find my books, Sharon, on Amazon. And they can okay. also find them on my website, which is katherineingram.com. And again, okay. the, my workbook is titled The Grab and Go Grief Kit. Mm-hmm. And my book that will be coming out this month is called Grief Girl's Guide, How to Grieve, Why You Should, and What's in It for You. Mm-hmm. That will be out very soon. Um, and, you know, to, to mention, because you asked about the pandemic, and I know some of your listeners are probably dealing with a lot of these difficult feelings, I want to invite your listeners return to some very basic kinds of, like you referred to, some common sense practices. And one of the first things I say is to breathe deeply. And sometimes people think that's a little fluffy, but I did not at all. Breathing deeply, everybody has to learn to breathe from birth, is breathing deep into your body. It's very calming, and it also calms the areas mm-hmm. of the brain that you need to think clearly because when we're afraid, our frontal cortex... How many of those breaths... Down. We only had a, a minute left. How many of those yeah. breaths should a person take each time when they want to... Ah, whew. I think 10 deep breaths is optimal, but you might find okay. it really anxious that that's hard, but you can lie down and practice with your hand that's on your tummy, breathing deeply, at least, just even two breaths, three breaths is better than than not because you're making yourself conscious of it and it will help to mm-hmm. calm. It does calm you uh, throughout the body. Well, yes. I want to thank you for joining us today. And uh, it, again, uh, audience, uh, Catherine, what is your website for them to come and, and um, learn more about yes. you and your book? Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. Yeah, it's, uh, my website is Catherine Ingram. That's K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-I-N-G-R-A-M. Dot com. Mm-hmm. This is a very perfect time to have had you on today because Thank there you. is so much going on and people have there to is. learn how to take there those is. breaths. And there's yeah. help and support out there for people too. There, there is, is thanks to you. Thanks to all you're doing. Thank God you so you. much, Sharon. And, and thank you. And thank you for having me. And you be well. Thank and you. And your family well. too. Thank you mm-hmm. so thank much you for Blessings coming on to you, today. Sharon. Thank you. Be well. Well, audience, that's timing. We've got so much going on and so much we're learning. The world is learning a a global health Olympics together. Today you're learning from Catherine Ingram that your thinking, your your outlook is so important. There's so much to learn. And use common sense to how you go about it. You will figure it out. We all live with what our troops around the world, our caregivers are doing, and everyone. I always say at the end of the show, put a child's heart in your hands. Those children all over the world are perfect. Thank you for listening today, and you be well. 
Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 